Welcome to Watch What Crappens, a podcast about all that crap on Bravo that we just love to talk about. I'm Ben Mandelker, and joining me is my work husband, who I would never leave, because where would I go? Where would I go? Huh? It's Ronnie Karam. I know what you make. (laughs) Hi, Ronnie. I know what you make. Hi, Ben. How are you? I am awesome. We're having such a fun week, because... We got the Beverly Hills reunion today that we're going to be discussing. And then um, we also have lots of fun th- fun things to discuss as well outside of that. But first and foremost, in case you somehow missed our big announcement, we are going back on tour. It's our 10th anniversary Hunky Dory tour. Uh, tickets for all our shows are going to go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. local to whatever venue you're at. Um, it's 21 cities. Some of them are rescheduled shows. So um, if you some some shows we ha- were canceled, some are rescheduled. So if you have one of the rescheduled shows from pre-COVID, uh, your tickets will still be good for it. Uh, we're gonna go through this list of cities. This is not something we're gonna do every day because we don't want to like turn this into like let's talk about cities time. But we're gonna do it this time since tickets are about to go on sale. Make sure if you hear your city. Go to watchercrappens.com and be sure to buy a ticket, okay? So here it is. Okay, the first city that we're coming back to is New York City, um, which is, by the way, also our 10th anniversary show and the Golden Crappies. And now here are the rest of the cities. We start with New York City, Asbury Park, New Jersey, Boston, Atlanta, Nashville, Orlando, San Diego, Los Angeles, St. Paul, Minnesota, Milwaukee, Chicago, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., okay? Pittsburgh, Denver, San Francisco, Detroit, Columbus, Cleveland, Houston, and finally, Dallas. So those are our big shows. Go get your tickets Friday morning, watchercrappens.com. How'd that go, Ronnie? Did you like that? Did you like that list of cities? Cheers. Yeah, Cheers. very good. Very nice. Nicely also, done. Caught up on some texting. Good. Um, two, uh, three other things, but these are very fast. One, this is Crappens on Demand. So uh, go to patreon.com slash watch for Crappens. And if you sign up at the Crappens on Demand level, you can watch us do this podcast and you can see Bueller right behind Ronnie right now. Uh, you don't have to just listen to it. Okay, uh, announcement number two. On Friday, we have a very cool show with Annalie Ashford, who's on Be Positive and American Crime Story Impeachment. She's Paula Jones. So we're going to talk Bravo with her. And three, the third thing... Uh, our bonus winter house is our bonus this week that was it so um winter house is premiering this week premiered and uh we'll be talking about it on our bonus so yes <sighs> Woo! Woo! that was a lot that's a lot to talk about at the top of the show housewives of beverly hills everybody Ooh. reunion part two of four so we're halfway through this festivus well by the end of this we will be um, a lot of news came out. Dave Quinn's book came out. It's called Not All Diamonds and Rosé. Buy it now. Dave Quinn from People Magazine. Go buy it. Um, a lot of dirt in there. People are posting. Uh, one of the things, the big thing, is that the producers, a couple of the producers, Chris Cullum, who, well, we'll get to that. Chris Cullum and, I forget the other one's name, damn it. Anyway. Marsha Gay They said... Marsha Gay Harden said that <laughs> uh, Vanderpump was the one who sold the story to whoever leaked the story about Lucy Lucy Apple Juice to the tabloids. And so yeah. everybody's like, knew it. I knew it. Okay, here's my question. Where's your fucking receipts? Okay, you need to have some receipts. You can't just say we knew. What do you have, a tap on her phone? Did she call them right in front of you? Don't believe you. Sir, you are Kyle Richards' butt buddy, and we all oh, know wow. it. You're also the one who brought Brandy Glanville on last year to do all that shit with Denise and then yelled at Denise in those uh, unaired footage, never-before-seen things. So I don't know that I trust you, queen, okay? I wow. think that you're a meddling, shady little queen. I don't trust you, sir. Wow. I do not believe it! Unreliable narrator, that's what you're saying right there. 
Yes, who the fuck would believe a producer of Beverly Hills about anything? Until you have recordings or some kind of phone record or whatever, I do not believe you, even though you know the truth is that she did leak those. She probably did leak it. Yeah, I, do, I do believe. I do, do, we do really believe, believe that, it. Yeah. But I do not believe you, sir. <laughs> I still stand for Vanderpump over you, Chris Cullen. Bullcrap. <laughs> we support her leaking it. I mean, is it really the worst thing in the world to have leaked that? That the, the Dorit was the one who dropped off the dog. Okay, it's like that. That crime is worse than the Raider Online. But look at me getting sucked back into years ago. Well, it just sucks you right back in because it's not even about that storyline. But the the thing that I think made everyone so mad at that time was it was this group of girls getting together and decide like it doesn't matter that teddy admitted to lying about being told to bring this shit up on camera she admitted it she admitted it at the reunion that lisa vanderpump never told her to bring it up it does none of this matters it only matter you know because they all have each other to like twist the story yeah put it out how they want to and that's still kind of the problem with what's going on right now. When you've got yes. all these people, like, we're just going to let Erica get away. It's the same people. It's the same damn click of people doing it. And, of course, they're all posting gleefully. You know, Rinna's on her Instagram posting, like, the truth always comes out. And, you know, like, it is re-triggering. I'm re-triggered but, about a dog storyline, okay? And meanwhile, <laughs> Erica gets on this episode and lies like a dog. Actually, I mean, I don't know if it's lies like a dog, but there are definitely holes in her story. Holes that were dug up like a dog in a backyard looking for a bone. Just trying to continue the dog analogy a little bit there. But um, here is Erica. So many holes in her story. So many logical things. And Andy did a, like a decent job of, of, of asking questions. But there were still other questions that I wish he kind of had like pressed harder on. And but the but when it comes to Erica, nope. Like we'll just take everything surface value. She, she's gonna say something that is very you know very suspicious, very sus. And it's like, yep, we'll just support. We'll just blindly support that. You know, very right. frustrating. So, so let's jump into it, shall we? Erica, why did you not leave Tom sooner if he was cheating on you? Why, Erica? Why? And she says, well, the cheating is a part of it. But there's so much more there. I said to Tom, if you are in love with someone else, divorce me. Divorce and me. And she's doing like the full hands and pauses. She's like, the cheating was part of it. <laughs> there was so much more. So much more. <laughs> okay, Erica. Um, okay, you've been going so to did- school. Yeah, what did he say when you said to divorce him? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. She does I, her spitting face like nothing. Yeah, but it's like I I wanted Andy to say, well, why didn't you say I want a divorce? Like I don't understand why she she puts the ball into his into his court. She's the one who wants the divorce, but then she asks him to divorce her, and then she doesn't. He doesn't. He says, I'm not going to divorce you. Like you should, if you want to leave, you should leave. And I'm, maybe I'm looking at this too simplistically, but maybe I, maybe my head is just is just clouded by all the smog in LA that they chose to put on the show. But did you notice, by the way, that when they're like we're back in LA and they showed the smoggiest ass photo or or footage of LA, <laughs> just yeah. like one big gray cloud. It was the filter that they put on Vanderpump's face and Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> yeah, yeah they didn't filter. take the filter off the cameras yet. So, uh, and, and they use it on this show, too, for the ladies, too. Yeah. Uh, so Andy's like, well, how long do you think he was unfaithful? She's like, yes, yes. And he goes, well, but were you faithful? And she's like, uh. And, I mean, Erica is the worst. She she always looks like she's adding up stuff in her head. She's like, uh, well, uh. I have to carry the one, divide by the X into pi. Well, yeah, after I left him and filed for divorce, I did. <laughs> Wait a minute. But <laughs> you're I the was... worst liar. <laughs> I know. Literally it was it was it was very blatant and everything. So hey, this season Erica shocked everyone when she filed for divorce from Tom. But when she confided in her friends, Erica's seemingly perfect marriage was more of a pretty mess. Watch. 
So then we see like so a then we get thing. the like oh I'm so in love with Tom every day you know I just love let be people be who they are every day is Valentine's Day with Tom he said we'll always have Paris baby Tom has the tightest nut skin this tight the side of a pistachio factory baby I love him and then it gets to uh, ladies I truly consider you my close friends and this is why I'm reaching out to tell you that I filed for the divorce <laughs> this morning oh the cheating was going on for years and years and years oh my god he's terrible and also got dementia sudden onset dementia so he's like so watching that all back again how does it feel and Renna, Renna's doing the big like she's doing a lot of like that was tough to watch exhaling you know like a lot of blowing I'm yeah, gonna stare at the ceiling I'm gonna stare at the ceiling cause it's better to stare at the ceiling things are better up there oh god I wish I were up at the ceiling right now yeah that huge nod that she does she's like mm, mm. big nod mm-hmm. yeah big nod yeah. Big it nod. was tough it Ooh. was tough let me do a shake and nod let me, mm-hmm. let me now look at the legs on the opposite couch. I'm going to look over at those legs and then go, oh, and now I'm back. Oh, God. Yeah. It's <laughs> very, um, this episode is all Erica pretty much until the last 15 minutes. So this is the episode we get to see what everybody's like crowd work is. You know, yeah. like if they were in a, if they were in extras in a film, it's like their crowd work. Mm-hmm. Um, Sutton, I think, does really good crowd work. She's yeah. just like squinty and like not believing really but also not disbelieving but they keep cutting to her to get reactions because she's pretty good like she could be in oklahoma at the fair you know talking about like well i haven't seen that girl in church lately does everyone know she's okay (laughs) or she could be like in a bruce willis action film where things are blowing up behind her and she's like "Hmm, was that an explosion right behind me like she's she's good she's a good extra she has a good like bonnie badia energy you know and then (laughs) um also but kyle though kyle keeps on like Kyle keeps alternating but, but between her like shocked face and like oh my god and also her like little smirk where she's like <laughs> she and she doesn't know when to use them properly so like when it's clearly a moment of like sympathy they cut to her and she's like <laughs> and it's like yeah. oh god no you're doing it the wrong time Kyle yeah oh uh, so let's see so how do you feel she's like it's okay it's okay. And he says, so you've been on the show six years. You painted a very rosy picture. Viewers don't understand that. Bet 3000 says, Erica's a liar. Tom from Tootsie, Alabama says, how is he the best man ever? And then suddenly she's backing up a moving truck to his house. <laughs> yeah. And um, Erica's like, well, you know. All marriages are complex, and people are complex, because now she's articulating aggressively. And there were all good times, and there were bad times, and you were talking about two decades of a marriage, and no one's marriage is perfect, you know? Some people have issues communicating, other people have husbands who defraud millions of dollars from people, you know, no marriage is perfect. And there's good times, there's bad times. <laughs> there's rainy days and there's sunny days. Yes. There's cans of beans and there are cans of corn. There's corn tortillas and there are flour tortillas. There are dollars and there are francs. I want to try one. I want to try one. Some people are salt and some people are pepitas. Oh, God, I messed it up. I messed it up. Some people are birds and some people are storks. Actually, those are both birds. You got me on that one, Andy Cohen. Got me. That was a good one. Hard-hitting interview right here. I never said they were the same. I never said that. So Andy is like, um, so yeah, so uh, he says, so did you go far to protect him on this show? I highlighted the best of him. I'm like, so you protected him. (laughs) Why are are you like... Like, just say it. I highlighted the best. I mean, why don't we let the cameras ever get Kyle's hands on film? We know there were problems, <laughs> but why stew over it? Am I right? Same and, reason, Andy. So then Andy says, well, why didn't you leave Tom sooner? And so she goes, where was I going? And he goes, well, where weren't you going? <laughs> You're on a hit TV show. You have a career. I hate that response, Mary. Where was I going? Well, obviously, you went to Hancock Park. You know, so you could find some place to go. So like this whole like, well, where was I going thing? I don't know. That did not work for me. 
Look, Andy, I have one mean bastard in the house, but outside the house there's billions of bastards, and most of them are poor. Am I supposed to be among poor bastards, Andy? The poor? <laughs> Andy? I don't even know what a bank is, Andy. I've never heard of such a thing, all right? And she goes, I was not in control of my finances. I walked out with two credit cards, and they get cut. Am I going to call you? Am I going to call you? Who am I going to call? Ghostbusters? Um, it's like, well... Like, but I know- <laughs> He's like, I know what you make on the show. It's not bad. She goes, I gave every paycheck to my husband. But I guess I, what I just don't understand is, again, like, you did ultimately leave. So you were able to figure out a way to leave. Also, it's not like you don't have any super wealthy friends who have, like, guest rooms and places for you to crash while you get your shit together and sort everything out. Right? I don't know that she does. Kyle, I mean, Yolanda, have we seen any evidence Rina. that... that Erica has friends. I don't think she, that those are real friends, though. I mean, she works with Kyle, but I don't think she like hangs out with Kyle. You don't. You, you don't know? have to be friends, okay? Because she gets a free bed, and Kyle gets to say that Erica is on her bed, and then she gets to milk it for all the gossip and be the center of all the information. So, like, it's not about friendship, Ron. It's about a mutually beneficial relationship. Yeah, well, that's true. So um, he's like, I know what you make. And she says, I never kept a paycheck. They all went to Tom, every single paycheck. And he's like, so would you say you stayed with him for money and security? She goes, I stayed for access. He's like, uh, <laughs> so did you feel you were being captive? I mean, access to the money, right? So he's access like, did you Hollywood feel like you're- actually got, I love that show. So many great headlines. <laughs> <laughs> He had a really good In Access album that I just loved to listen to <laughs> over and over. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, she, and he's like, so did you feel held captive? And she goes, listen, I was 27 when I went in, which is kind of funny to say, like, your marriage, like, you went in as if you were serving time. She goes, yeah. I think he was 60. The power balance was way out of whack, and I trusted this man, and all my finances were kept down at the firm, and everything was kept down there. The part of the story is this. I have terrible judgment. <laughs> I have terrible, terrible judgment. Like, when are people going to realize this about Erica? Yeah. I was just a baby, 27 years old. I barely knew how to talk, Andy. I barely yeah. knew how to talk. I'm still mushing up bananas to eat, Andy. My teeth hadn't come in yet. So he's like, so you did stay for the money. She goes, hold on, hold on, hold on, Andy. You're characterizing it for the money, yeah. And I'm telling you, I could not leave because I had no access to the money. (laughs) So you stayed for the money. I mean, your name is on all of these documents at the bank. There are things you you couldn't take a paycheck to the bank with your driver's license and cash it. How are you talking about? Like, we're supposed to believe that Erica is just so dumb that she doesn't know how to get a bank account or cash a check. Yeah, apparently that's You know, it's like that song by Nelly. Must be the access. Hey. (laughs) So Kyle's like, regardless of how much money there is, I mean, there's very many women. I mean, they don't leave because they don't feel like they have the access. Yes, but this is Erica. We're talking about Erica, right? Exactly. So then all the, you know, all that little click, Dorit, Dorit, Rinna, and who else is in that right now? I guess it's just those four. The whole, right? But they all jump so in and like, they're all right, going, yes, yes, access. It's about access. It's she about needs the access. The access. Yeah, access. 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 Body access. spray. If you don't have access, body spray. You can't do anything. They're all just yelling access. And um, so, and so there's, yeah. That's to myself. Sorry, I was like, "Who said that?" It's a note to myself. <laughs> I'm like, "God, that? they're a, that's a real asshole right there." Who's me? Uh, so Erica's like, "Well, it doesn't matter how much is on deposit if you can't access it. What what are you gonna do?" And he goes, "So, you, but weren't you entitled to half of everything?" She goes, "Well, I was certainly entitled to half of the debt. Am I right?" It's like way to evade. Way yeah, too I was again. like, okay. So then Andy's like, so he's having multiple affairs, and you're saying I stayed in it. You have an old-fashioned relationship. I didn't have access to anything, and I'm saying to you, if you had left, wouldn't you have been legally entitled to half of what was there? And she goes, yes, but I'm on the half for all the liability and half the assets. And he's like, but you said you didn't know that there was liability <laughs> at the time. Andy is good. That was a good moment for Andy. I thought. 
Right. And then she goes, and she's like, well, but that's uh, that's a big part of these lawsuits. And I said, yes, Sammy. Like she keeps getting bitchy but with that, him, but she doesn't know why. And that also is not an answer. But it's, and this is a big part of those lawsuits. It's like, no, you're saying that like nothing is adding up here. And no one is coming for her about this as they would have for literally anyone else. Right. Commercials. Here comes one right now. So he's like, so the big question here is, did you know that there was liability when you left him? Did you know that that ship was sinking and you were about to be a violin player on the Titanic? And she's like, I felt like he was sinking. Not necessarily the ship. There was no talking to this person. Shut up. I was shut up. The anger. The personality changes. And you can see now. The man is in a home, everybody. We've seen the pictures of him with that black eye. We've seen how disheveled and how horrible he looks. God, this just makes it look worse, right? Because when those pictures of Tom came out with the black eye, everyone's like, oh God, this is obviously them trying to show Tom looking like a mess and getting on camera to look like some he's been abused mm-hmm. and he's wearing clothes that don't fit and they said they put him in a mental home or a, some kind of facility but memory, no one ever saw him care. they couldn't mm-hmm. they couldn't prove that he was in this facility so that's what was going on when they're shooting this and she's like and you can see look at him just look at him it's like you're, so none you of that's an answer. you're making yourself look better and that's, none of that's an answer about the liability question so then she says She's like, you know, your people lawyers get sued all the time. But like when Erica Girardi wound up on lawsuits, that's when my ears were pricked. Okay. Uh, remember it was a, it was a, I believe it was a, 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 Denise's first reunion when you brought it up back then. And we got that flashback of him saying like, you know, he brings up that there was this lawsuit and she goes, how about this? Resolved and they apologized. So she is saying, okay, so there's, there's two, two options here. Either she didn't know that there was trouble and therefore it's like why so then you would think that you would naively think that you were entitled to half so why didn't you leave you would have gotten half or she knew there was trouble on the horizon so at that point why are you still holding sending your checks over why are you playing this like exactly. oh i didn't know you know and especially because ultimately you did leave like you ultimately did leave so you did like all this thing of like where was i going to go what was i going to do well, you've answered what, where you would go and you've answered what you would do because you've just done it. You know what I'm saying? And again, I yeah. may be like taking an overly simplistic view of this because relationships and the psychology behind them are very complicated. But this is the stuff that goes through my thoughts. And now we've said it. And now we've said it. So then um, we see that. Yeah, we see the clip. Okay, so then Erica's like, well, you know, Andy, at that law firm, there's a wall of people around this man. A wall of lawyers. I couldn't get to him. I would throw a donut over one lawyer. He'd go to catch it. But then another lawyer would pop right up in his place in the wall. I tried using <laughs> big sticks I made from trees. And I'd try to stab a lawyer. But when he fell, another one would pop up. I couldn't get it. Then a dragon flew over my head. And I knew I was really fucked. All right. That's just Game of Thrones. <laughs> You're just, that's okay. Yeah. And you know what happens battle, to that wall. That's a battle scene from Game of Thrones. <laughs> Erica. Winter is coming. Winter is here, bitch. Uh, so, um, where was I gonna go? Winterfell. So, um, so then she's like, and he said, "Well, did peep? Did you call anyone at the firm and say, hey, am I on the hook for this?'" And she goes, "I called lawyers that I knew." And he's like, well, "With what money? They- what money were you paying these lawyers with? Because you didn't have any. You had access to nothing." So. Well, I am not at liberty to say what I, what I said at the time of when I got legal counsel, what I said or didn't say, and Tiago and Range Rover. But that being said, I can't say, and no further questions, Your Honor. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks for answering. Let's go back to viewers ragging on you. Odie from <laughs> Odessa says, God, I hate Heathcliff, and it's been 10 months since you filed for divorce, and there's no money to fight over. Why not just finalize the divorce? Competency here, on. All right. Okay. Uh, and your conservatorship is the reason why the divorce is delayed? Yes! And why did you lie to Garcelle about Tom not, uh, not cheating on you? And she's like, because of who it was! <laughs> what and did that mean? I think, like, did she I mean because it was Garcelle? She was or talking to Garcelle. She, was... she wasn't gonna be honest with Garcelle because Garcelle is not trustworthy, I think. 
Or was um, she talking about like the because he was sleeping with it? She's accusing him of having slept with the judge or something. Oh, maybe it's it could have so, been because of that. And she goes, but another little nugget. There were others. And he's like, well, how many marriage? How many mistresses? She goes, I know of three. I found one on the day that I left. I went through his phone and she sent a picture of her tits. And he has a flip phone. You know what I'm saying? And. I responded, hey, nice tits, stupid bitch. But I couldn't I couldn't figure out how to put a space, simple space. So then I like, it was just like one big run on sentence. Oh, look at me. I've got so much personality. <laughs> <laughs> and then she like leans back and cackles and throws her arm out and looks around. I'm like, what the hell? This lady is crazy. I think this lady's just had a little, you know, scotchy scotch for breakfast or something. Yeah. So she's like, that's the truth. You wanted it. I'm sorry. So and Kyle's then, like, oh, because um, you have to type in the letters. Remember flip phones? Remember flip phones, everyone? You have to type in the letters guys i can i can be in this scene too if you want i can be in it too flip phones came out around the same time kyle's hairstyle did from this reading <laughs> so wyatt from springdale arkansas says kyle what rumors did you hear about tom's affairs and why wouldn't you tell erica earlier and erica goes go ahead babe go ahead she goes well, there were little hints that things weren't so great, and I could tell she wasn't happy, and she made little jokes here and there, and then, of course, she got arrested for shoplifting at Target. Wait, are we talking about Erica or are we talking about Kim? I forget. Which one? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, Andy, there's just uh, so many rumors out there. Dorit's like, so many rumors! <laughs> Andy, one was about Piquet screwing people out of half a billion dollars! Uh, <laughs> that actually happened to read did it <laughs> he said it on the show well 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 pk started the rumor the coal is coming from inside the house right girls <laughs> hey some scarlet from las vegas says erica were you drunk when you posted about tom's mistresses no I was angry. I was angry, and I'll tell you why. Everyone was saying that Erica has this money, the divorce is a sham, and I was like, motherfucker, no, it's not. And as a matter of fact, this is what's going on. Ah. So what she's talking about on this flip phone where these, uh, she posted all these things and said, this is the, the judge, Justice Trisha A. Bigelow that Tom's been fucking. And she posted all these screenshots of a flip phone and then uh, some eagle-eyed internet people were like, uh, these are from like years ago. Like there's a date or something. And they're mm -hmm. like, this isn't even recent. Uh, so I looked up an article about it and the article said because Erica essentially docks Justice Bigelow by putting her phone number out to the public, she may face legal ramifications for this, blah blah blah. This is from her uh, then they talked to her lawyer, Alan Jackson. And he was telling the LA Times, we're considering our options. Oh, no. Guys, I'm stuttering because I'm all over the place. Sorry. I'm getting it together. We're considering our options to protect Justice Bigelow from further harassment, her lawyer, Alan Jackson, told the LA Times. Her lawyer did confirm that she had a long friendship with and had dated Tom Girardi at some point, but that this happened long before she began a relationship with her husband four years ago. She was personal friends with Tom Girardi for many years before her marriage, the statement said. At one brief point, that friendship grew into a dating relationship. That relationship ended before she met her husband. So Eric is taking this old ass affair and using it because you know she needed something she's on the show saying tom tom and i i'm not covering for tom and we're not divorcing so i could protect his assets or whatever we're divorcing because of this affair and th these are the pictures i'm using to prove it but those are old ass pictures that if sh those pictures are hers she would have known how old those pictures are right so just more right. shady shit from erica uh, then Dina from Nebraska, Wisconsin says, please explain why there were lacy panties in your husband's desk drawer, the, the, the sale of the law firm sale, whatever. And she goes, can I tell you something? That was the first time I saw them too. And they were definitely not mine. And who knows who he bought them for. It was clearly a Valentine's Day set up because it was dated January, February. It was dated January and was February the 14th. I don't understand that. What was was a Valentine's she Day? She said it up. was dating. She yeah. She's saying it was, he was dated. The receipt. He bought it in January, and Valentine's Day is February. To, to give it to him. So in February. right. She he obviously bought a sexy gift for somebody, but they're not hers. Well, how did maybe it was for you? <laughs> is it, it's called surprise. They were still in the desk with the receipt, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Andy's like, well, if you were cut from your finances, then how did you rent a house and buy a car before moving out in the middle of the night? 
And she's like, oh, two minus 18. God, I hate <gasps> negative numbers. I look at not the ceiling that, also. Like <sighs> I'm going to look at the ceiling also to show how difficult this question is for Erica. <sighs> yeah, we're going to have her like Joker. We're going to have like her Joker smile going. This mm. is just how it works, Andy. Yeah. This is exactly how it works. She's like, well, I'm not able to answer that. But it was legal. And I did nothing wrong. But it was legal. So then it gets to just Sutton's face going, hmm, I'm going to go to law school and I'm going to put this in my brain and bring it up at the interviews. So what about the photos of you wearing a Cartier ring going on a private jet? Are you clueless or insensitive? And she's like, neither. I was invited on a trip and I went. Not at your expense. Not at my expense. What's money? I don't even know what it looks like. What is it? <laughs> this ring just fell on my finger from the sky. I mean, it was perfect the way it landed right there, but it wasn't mine. I didn't pay for it. And I'm not going to sell it either because I want people to remember that I can't answer any more of these questions because it's legal and whatnot. So um, uh, Millie from Appleton, Wisconsin says... At Erica's astrology party, Tom wasn't missing a beat, and now he's suddenly in decline. How could that be? And so Erica's like, um, hmm, God, I kind of have to poop. Poop rhymes with loop. Loop is, oh, hey, he was on a loop. Hey, he was saying the same stories over and over again, and he's a master persuader, master performer, and he could, he could, he could not have told anyone what their names were. I'm like, well, also, he may have just been deeply uninterested in anyone who was there. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so she's like, he wouldn't remember one of you, but he can entertain. I mean, Kyle, Kyle, say what your friend said, Kyle. And Kyle goes, Jen? She goes, yes, you see? She remembers the name. She doesn't have dementia like Tom does. <laughs> Tell your story, Kyle. And Kyle's like, well, my friend's Jen's mom has dementia. And she said, I see similarities in Tom and my mom. And Andy's like, dementia, you mean? She goes, no, no. Uh, her mom was in a John Wayne movie also, and she also <laughs> fell off the roof, actually. Did I not tell you the end of the story, Erica? And Erica's Listen. like, booyah, bitch! Yeah, booyah! Dementia for the win! I don't think, um, I don't think not remembering people's names is a sign of dementia, necessarily. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've, like, just been like, fine, I don't know who these people are, but I'm just gonna just tell my stupid story. <laughs> just because I, just to get out of a, a awkward situation of having to talk with them. Right, and lawyers would repeat the same old charming story over and over. I mean, yeah. it, it, I think it could be a sign of dementia. I think yeah. it could be a sign of dementia, obviously, but it could also be a sign that you're married to someone who's in their 80s, Erica. <laughs> it could also be a sign of someone who's bored at your astrology party, Erica. <laughs> right, so Dorit's like, well, hearing what she said just now, I mean, it makes so much sense because... That's what he was doing. They were not current stories. Now, let me tell you about the time boy George asked PK for a little extra money to rent an apartment with a radiator. He insisted on a radiator. We've heard this one, Dorit. <laughs> All right, we've heard this. You know what I love? I love an amazing story. God, I love that television show. So, so then Rena and Dorit and Kyle are all, all going, Dementia! It's Dementia! Sounds like Dementia to me! <laughs> dementia, am I right? <laughs> it's got the same stories. That's what Lois does. Oh, God. Old people, am I right? <laughs> hey, Judy from Judy Town says if he didn't look know at, what he was doing. Oh, God, Bueller. Look at Bueller just staring at me like, Bueller what has no patience for this right now. <laughs> I wish I had something to, to pan over to, but this is all I have. A door. Come here. Hi, my Bueller is much more boring. Look at my Bueller. <laughs> my Bueller is just that. I was just screaming so much that I turned around and saw his face, and he's just like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> so, okay, hey, sorry, if you did, if he didn't know what he was doing, why would you divorce him when he's so clearly sick? I mean, he supported you for twenty years and finally needed your support, then you just left him. <laughs> Which is a yes. pretty savage question, but I'm glad it was asked. But also, yeah, true. So she's like, that is not true. It is not fair to say that he got Alzheimer's and I split. That's a part of what was going on. Even in this accident that people seem to, you know, whatever what people think. I was the one who found him. I was the one who took him to the hospital. I was the one that wouldn't let him go on anesthesia after his eyes almost exploded out of his head from eating gluten on a test space shuttle flight he fell out of right as it left the hemisphere. I was the one who picked up his kneecap off the 
the ground after a bus full of children ran him over and drilled him back into his leg using only a press-on nail and a block of Swiss cheese as a hammer, Andy. It was I. It was I who was able to keep that bus above 50 miles per hour. It was I who was able to jump across that gap. But yes, I did knock over some cans. Okay, I'm sorry I knocked over some cans. But it was I who pushed him onto the, over that little platform that got him safely under police before I got off the bus and it exploded. Okay, that was me. So wasn't she just saying, okay, so this is what she said first, that he fell down the hill, the cliff and all that, and that she searched for him for hours and hours, and she was the one who found him unconscious outside of the car. But then she said that she he was missing, she didn't know where he was, and he called her and said, come get me, and then she went to look for him. And then she said he was in some kind of a wreck, and her son came over to help. I mean, what yes. the hell? No, it, nothing makes sense. I think it, it can all be summed up by what she says next when she goes, I'm not angry. I'm angry. I was like, well, there it is. All in a nutshell. <laughs> and Andy just goes, um. And Kyle says, no. You know what, Erica? Actually, I'm happy hearing these details because we haven't heard these details. You've literally heard all of these details. What are you talking about? So, but it's just another like trying to, you know, so, be on Erica's team. But Kyle, and- we're... We're watching the show. You've heard all of that. We've heard all of this. And Erica, who pushed back at the notion that she protected him, goes, I protected that man, okay? I reached out to many doctors, and I was blown off more than once, okay? And one time I was told by a physician, I don't want to get involved because I don't want Tom to sue me. Yeah. Um, so then Andy's like, well, how could you by be way, hurt when that. Tom... I don't believe it. Uh-huh. I don't believe that you can, if, you're, if your husband is showing signs of dementia and Alzheimer's, that like you reach out to all these doctors and they're like, oh, we don't want to be sued by Tom Girardi. I mean, there may be some. She just couldn't find anybody. She couldn't find anybody to help <laughs> Go to Kaiser Tom. Permanente, okay? Tom, For crying who, out is loud. This, who was this saint to everybody? She was just saying Tom, who was the saint. Know, yes. Who's helped everybody. Everybody owes Tom a favor and everybody loved Tom, but he couldn't get help with his dementia. <laughs> okay okay so andy's like uh how could you be hurt when tom said he couldn't afford you uh made a joke about not being able to afford you when you have a song called expensive to be me just oh, right listen i don't think we should dig too much into a campy dance song okay it's a campy dance song yes but that campy dance song cost him millions of dollars i know to produce for you that's Fuck what i'm saying it's God. like he's like she's like i'm not bob dylan over here i'm like yeah you're not but like for crying out loud at least like stand behind the investment so and now uh, she's trying to do that thing again where she's just so light and having fun so, honey i am bob dylan i'm entertaining babe okay okay <laughs> Uh, Rosario asks, Rosario, not Dawson, says, Erica, you married a man who funded a very expensive performing career, a career you've always wanted, and knowing what you know now, would you still have married him? And it cuts to Kyle. And she, was, she just looks up again. She's like, hmm, let me think and, about that. And it cuts to Kyle trying not hard, not hard to smile. She's like, She's like trying so hard not to smile. She's Kyle is loving this. Kyle wants to ask all these questions, and she's just pretending to be Erica's biggest fan. But she is loving this. Well, it's also hilarious watching Erica because every single time she's asked a hard question, she tells the truth with her face, and then she gives the right answer. Right, and she doesn't even like she takes a big long pause, looks up, thinks about it. Like, why are you thinking that the answer is no, Erica? It's like when they said, uh, "Hey, Erica," you know, when Garcelle asked her, "Erica." Did you know about this? And she goes, no. And she's nodding her head <laughs> while she says no. <laughs> you know, I'm at a place where I don't even know who I was married to, which is not an answer, right? So, oh, so do you, now you have it too. I guess yeah. it's contagious. So, so Erica goes, there are good parts and there are bad parts. Okay, Rena, you excited? Here we go. I'll, let's try this again. Okay. There are hard parts. And there were soft parts. Whoa! There were long nuts, and there were short nuts. In fact, the difference is between night and day. All right, everyone, let's give Rina Rina about five minutes to cool down from that, okay? Yes, Jesus, (laughs) praise the Lord. Rina looks like, like a crazy lady in, like, like, severe church, you know? Whoa! Yes. Severe church. Yes. Oh, I, I feel love- you coming through me. Yes. 
I love what she oh. says. Two opposite things. Oh, God, that's the best. There's light mate and there's dark mate. Oh, yes, there's, yes. Oh, there's marble and there's oh. marbles. Oh, All yes. Right. Uh, there's oh, sand oh. and there's sandpaper, Andy. Oh. Yes. Yes. We got it, Erica. Well, I'm just trying to figure out what happened. And she says, in the law firm and in my personal life, there are moments I'm overwhelmed, and then I'm sad, and then I'll be witch, bothered, and be dingleberry, Andy. How about that? How about that for an answer, Andy Cullen? And do you think that Tom, do you think that Tom loved you? I do. I think he loved me. And then things happened to him. I think he changed. He's not the same little girl that we that came into this house. Erica, are you just reciting lines from a horror movie trailer? I might be, yes. <laughs> did you love him? I did, and I think you can see it. I think that I portrayed that on the show when I was putting him in a good light, right? Isn't that what I portrayed? You saw it. You saw it, guys. And he's like, okay, look, everyone's fixated on this. Did he rip off all those people? Let's fixate on that. So where do you put your feelings for that? She goes, well, I hope that's not true because that's not the man I married. I hope that's not true because that's not the man I married. Uh, is there any chance that it's, that it is, there's a, so there's a chance that it's not true, but it doesn't look good, huh? It doesn't look good. She goes, and she's like, no, it doesn't look good. However, we still need to get to the bottom of it because only one side of the story has been told. Oh, fuck off. What is the other with side? One side. <laughs> fuck off. What is off the other side? What? People, yeah, please. People didn't get their money. Well, I don't understand this, the, the other side of that. So, yeah. Commercials. Here comes one right now. When you read about the allegations that are being made, your name is in it. I mean, all over the place. What do you want people to know about your, is it motives or emotions? What do you want people to know? She goes, I feel terrible. This is not who I am. I hope this is not who he is. And that concludes my emotions. <laughs> so you still believe that he could be innocent? No, I said I hope. This has not happened. I hope he hasn't done what has allegedly been done by somebody to some alleged people. Allegedly. But I'm trying to gather information and fight my way out of it. So Carl's like, well, Sutton didn't even know she owned a baseball team. (laughs) Carl's like, it's just been about 25 minutes. I think we should just, you know, make Sutton feel uncomfortable here. And and Sutton goes, Sutton sort of like wakes up. She has not sort of been listening. She's like... "Ah." Uh, yeah, yes, that's what divorce does. You know what I'm saying? Yes, it it reveals the hidden part of our partners. The um, ugly parts. And unfortunately, it didn't hide the moves. <laughs> if only we could choose which part of our partners to hide, Andy Cullen. Right? And you know what? I am one of many. If I could show you my DMs of women who've reached out and said... That they would have been, that they would have been in similar situations, or that they have been. Some lady found out she owned multiple homes. Okay, it happens. That's hard for people to understand, but it does happen. I'm like, why no. are you trying to make yourself a victim here? Like, I am one of many of people who find out that they accidentally have many more estates. Oh God, it's so hard being me. Yeah, all those ladies spending twenty five million dollars in a few years. Mm-hmm. of victims money so erica's uh andy's like yeah but that becomes more difficult when it's allegedly other people's money and she's like yeah well that's what the trustee is sorting out and it, at this point i have to worry about me whatever tom did or didn't do that's on him but his decisions are pointed at me his life is over but i just turned 50 and i will not allow this to destroy me take me to a place i can't recover I have to survive this. That's why I'm feisty. It's also why I released my new song called That's Why I'm Feisty. Ooh, my pussy is so wet because that's why I'm feisty. Yeah. <laughs> Downloaded on iTunes. My pussy was so wet, unfortunately, you forget. So I have to say wet, 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 wet. Right, Tom? All right, that one's for you, Tom. All that's right. why I'm feisty. I'm faster. I'm faster. <laughs> um, oh, gosh. <laughs> so Erica's like, then she goes, Oh, hold on. Give me that tissue for crying things. Thank you very much. Let me, let me cry, wipe my tears. Like, Erica, you're just hitting your jaw with the tissue. 
Because I am crying. This is emotion that I am feeling about being her crying. Oh, gosh. So, you know, I think this whole story, if she didn't know any... I mean, that is really sad, right? Like, if you didn't know any of this is going on, that is devastating to find out your husband of is course. this monster. Like, let's give her just for a moment. Of course, that's devastating. But then you come on here and you're like, allegedly, we didn't know that he did that. I still hope he didn't. No. She's no, still ma'am. defending him. <laughs> yeah, that's I, that's a bunch of crap. I think I I don't believe she. I I think that he was telling her like everything's under control, and I do believe that she's probably giving him the paycheck because it's like, oh yeah, I have my people, and this is just the way it goes into our joint account. Like I I like it. I, that all actually makes sense to me. But what doesn't make sense to me is that like there was clearly he was like shitty to her he was cheating on her and she still hung around well, and i know lawsuits, people, people stay around longer up. than they than they should in relationships and, and toxic relationships but i feel like all her reasoning nothing is adding up the way like there's there's nothing is quite right okay it's not quite right so then uh, what these lawsuits that she brings up like the one that was brought up on the reunion two years ago that Uh, you know she was named in that lawsuit it's not like she just doesn't know like no one in their right mind is going to be named in a lawsuit like that and not look it up and you google it and all the information's right there so she i mean it's just crazy to say that she didn't know anything yeah so andy's like well crystal let's talk about your housekeeper and i was like oh no this is the problem with a reunion like this (laughs) eventually it has to go to everyone else and nothing is going to be good after that yeah, it's it's a, it's a hard pivot. It's like, Crystal, your housekeeper Lucy made an impression. She's the ultimate fashion police. How did you feel? How did she feel about your reunion look? And she's like, uh, uh, I didn't show it to her because she probably would have said something insulting. Um, can we go back to the lies that Erica just said? No, of course not. Okay. <laughs> so Doreen, some lady on Twitter asked, uh, who could afford a $35,000 wedding grant? Why could have? That's for sure. Before I got fucked over in my ride over everybody. Because now in the rest of this, Erica does not stop trying to make it about herself. And it's so hilarious. She's trying to make all these little comments in the middle of everybody's segment and then if it's not about her she she literally makes this face to the camera <laughs> her eyes are just open and kind of crossing like she's about to just fall over she's trying to do the rena thing and it's like no let me show you how to do it you can't just look out into space you got to look out into space and go whoo, whoo. okay you got to use your mouth too okay so then dorit is like she's like well, Andy, it's a luxury brand, and that just happened to be the jewel of the collection, which is why it's called the jewel. But most dresses are a mere six to eight thousand dollars, Andy. Yeah. So let's do a segment about how Dorit talks too much, lighten things up. All right. So Dorit, you take a lot of crap. She goes, I do take a lot of crap, and I have for years. I think I'm an easy target, Andy. It's never the ugly horses that get sent to the glue factory. Am I right, Andy? I'm an easy target, which is why I'm also wearing this dress. Oh, is that available in Target? No, it's just called The Target. Please, enjoy it on my website. Just keep on the punching bag, Andy. Keep on punching it. I can take it. I survived a flattened coach from here to Las Vegas once. I'm not afraid of a little pain. <laughs> so, um, so and they show this montage. And, and this is like the most blatant way. This is the most blatant thing that Andy has done to be like, can I get you mad right now? He goes, so in anything that we just watched, did anything upset you? <laughs> Do you want to be mad right now? Did we make you mad yet? <laughs> well, let me just say, Andy, before I get start, make a point, Dream. Let me finish, Garcelle. Let me finish. I wasn't even talking, Dorit. <laughs> Andy. I am long-winded. I'm also very intelligent, and I add a lot to conversations. Would you accuse Oprah Winfrey of conversation hijacking? <sighs> I dare you to! Won't be any surprises under your seat, Mr. Coon! Oh, 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 oh excuse me. Excuse me, Dorit. Am I boring you? Am I boring you? <laughs> the way she just stares at him for what seems like a full minute poor andy goes oh i'm sorry i just swallowed a yawn but you're not boring me whatsoever and whatever point you were making i'm sure was a great one i definitely was listening to it 
So Kyle, Dorit, Garcelle, and even Carlton have accused you of over-talking people. Do you ever think the problem is you and not Dorit? <laughs> and Garcelle goes, who's Carlton? And you just can imagine like a crypt, like a, a coffin pulls in and this like a mummy rises up. I have been summoned. Kyle. I know. Don't talk over me. <laughs> Kyle, you are discriminating against my religion. <laughs> Don't you ever. A hex on your bangs. A hex. Uh, and Kyle goes, exactly. Who is Carlton? And so we get a nice long clip of Carlton going, <laughs> Don't you dare command me, Kyle Richards. Don't you dare. Carlton is the gift that we never appreciated. I, I really want a Carlton come back so badly. Uh, and Kyle's like, well, those are completely different situations. You can't really compare them, Andy. And he's like, but you did interrupt Dorit and Crystal's conversation on the plane. Who's wrong in that, Crystal? And Crystal's just like falling asleep over there. She's like, <laughs> uh... Yeah, he's like, he's like, you were in the middle of it. Who was wrong? And then Kyle just turns to Crystal and goes, yeah, Crystal. <laughs> Crystal's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, you're like being very aggressive right now, okay? She's like, uh, I don't know. They fight like sisters. Uh, I'm, I'm just gonna call it even. It's, I really don't care. <laughs> yeah. So Garcelle says, you know, I'm gonna have to say Dorit because we just talked about how Dorit, you know, it's long-winded. So I've already gotten in trouble with Dorit. I'll keep it on Dorit. So Andy's like, Dorit, you put your foot in your mouth when you said that only brown people work for you. <laughs> oh, Didn't you realize how wrong it was to say that? What I meant Fucking was that. Dorit. What I meant was that there are people of color on television shows that I watch, and they're some of my favorite television shows. Thank you. Thank you very much. You know, I was answering a direct question from Garcelle, and sometimes I use words poorly. Oh, there, I did it again. You know, I use the word poor when Erica's right there. Sorry, <laughs> Erica. You know, sometimes I use words on last resort capital one credit, Andy. Oh, Erica, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for that. You know, I, I wish, wish I, could... I could change it. I wish I could take it back, but I don't take back the sentiment. I was raised with a lot of diversity in the famously very diverse state of Connecticut. And that's why I have accents from all over the world, because of the diversity in Connecticut. Thank you. Listen, I know how to say hello to any, any kind of employee all over the world. I'll tell you that much, Cindy. Andy, when I was a child, I was raised with Richard Scarry's book about a wild, wild world. And I was exposed to lots of, lots of diversity. There were cats. There were little hamsters. There was a, a, an adorable horse that had beautiful, beautiful little, little overalls. Cut, I learned so much from people. Well, someone named Karen tweeted, what Garcelle asked went over Dorit's head. She didn't ask if you only hire brown-skinned people. She asked if you knew any brown-skinned people outside of the people that you hired, Dorit. She goes, and I'm long-winded. Peter Piper picked a pickled pepper jeeper creeper when you get those leapers, Andy. That's what I heard. Blah, blah. He's like, Garcelle is the reason, um, Garcelle is the reason of Dorit not, he asked her something. And she goes, look, that was a really tough conversation. It was tough for me. It was really tough for the girls, I'm sure. And Erica goes, that's how you make progress. Listen, Garcelle gets to say like four things today. Could you shut the fuck up, drunk lady? Exactly. Thank you. Um, so then, uh, and Kathy is like, cause Kathy's actually still here. And she's like, I liked what you had to say. You explained and you taught me something I didn't know. I mean, I, I can't believe that something I learned from Michael Jackson might have actually been problematic. I don't know. So, um, yeah, sharing is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we see the clip of her saying, Michael said to me, Kathy, I don't see color. And I said, neither do we. And so Kathy uh, is like, yeah, you know, it's important to hear information. I think it's wonderful. Um, Alexa, what's the weather like? 83 degrees and sunny. God, I wish I could hug her. You know, oh. I've never seen her. I can Beautiful. honestly say I don't see Alexa's color. Am I in trouble for that? Am I in trouble for that? I have to say, my niece just seems to know everything in the world. Kathy, that's Alexia, and she does not live inside your Alexa. Oh, see? More knowledge. More knowledge. Mm -hmm. 
And Garcelle says, people on social media take everything so seriously, and they were just having a conversation and dissecting things. And uh, she loves that they can have tough conversations on the show. Yeah. So Woodstock <laughs> from Woodstock wants to know, was your original nose as original as a vintage Dior in your closet, Dorit? I love that Damn. pivot. <laughs> I love that pivot about like, well, you know, these were tough, difficult conversations and people are sheltered, but, you know, we're learning about, you know, new dialogues about, you know, diversity and how you can't just say like, I'm colorblind because if you don't see color, you don't see me. Great. Is your nose real? <laughs> that pivot also, to the nose question. Also after saying, God, Doree, you really do take a lot of crap. So is your nose as real as the fake ass shit in your closet, Doree? <laughs> well, I want to clear this up because it really hurt me. And more than a corn chip after a crown removal. You know, once I took out my crown and PK ate corn chips in the bed. I had scratches on the scalp when I woke up from that one. Dorit. Focus to read. <laughs> well, I really want to make this point. I went to the nose doctor with Carl over there. All right. <laughs> and so they tell the story about going to this nose doctor. And then we see a clip of the French snooty ass nose doctor. Like, yeah. look at your nose. Feel it. I will show you with measuring, measuring stick. Oh, my God. It's so big. <laughs> I need bigger stick. Nurse, nurse, bigger stick. Do you see how the tip of your nose is actually very fat? Fat nose. This is, this is what we call American nose in Paris. Very, very fat. Oh, and now the tip of your nose is reaching for some ice cream and for some chips. And everyone in the bistro is leaving right now. Your fat, fat nose. Now smile. Oh, it got bigger. Oh, does he? Oh, God. Oh, and your and your your fat nose has a tramp stamp. Oh, it is so American. And she's like, well, I've never had one hand to God. Well, he just half-halved me. <laughs> Thank you, God. That was amazing. See, God knows I didn't have one ever. <laughs> you know, sometimes I would, you know, if I had one, I would say, gee, I've had a nose job, but I haven't had one, okay? So, uh, Brittany from Wilton, Connecticut says, Garcelle, do you think that the Dorit goldfish talked to the Kyle goldfish until the Kyle goldfish died? What do you think? And Garcelle's <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's dragging to read. So All right, good. welcome back, Lisa. It was so fun seeing you and Eileen and Beyonce Salem on Peacock. And you did not watch that shit. Who, who do you think is believing for one second that you sat down and watched Beyond Salem on Peacock? Nobody. Also, how much do you think Rena loves that half second when? People think that they're that they're referring to Beyonce instead of Beyonce Salem. <laughs> and she's like, "Hey, Rena, you're in Beyonce Salem." And for one second, someone's like, "You're in a Beyonce video." Oh, Beyonce Salem video. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> she's like, "But they kept all the good parts out. <laughs> they didn't leave the best part in." And we were like, "You have to say Beast. You have to let us say Beast. That was the funniest part of Amsterdam." <laughs> ha, you know, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> watching that clip back, I have to say. For Eileen Davidson being on soap operas for like decades, I feel like she was not a very good table flipper in that scene. It was a very slow labored table flip. I was like, I think Eileen needs to work on that. Uh, yeah, she needs to work on her um, space work. Yeah. So Scott and Amelia segment, of course, here we go. Because what was Rena's storyline this season? Her daughter dating someone that we never saw. And her or husband her daughter. made tomato I don't, sauce. I think we saw her daughter for two seconds. Her and her husband <laughs> makes tomato sauce. Yes. Yeah. So, um, uh, so who killed, who called it quits? And she goes, well, you can have to, you know, read it in the press. And Amelia did. Uh, Amelia did. And then she does her new laugh. Ha ha! <laughs> and, uh, she's really nailing that new laugh. So Andy's like, so were you glad that she broke up with him? Um, did you push her towards that decision? She goes, she made it on her own. Ha ha ha. And the press reports that it were, was over a DM exchange that Scott got into. And she's like, Actually, well, it, was about, it, it, was, it was about a BM, not a DM. Those things can really break a relationship, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, it's time to heal, Andy. It's time to heal. Wait, hold on, Andy. It's time to heal. And then uh, she talks about how she put up a photo of Harry Styles because she really wants Amelia to get with Harry Styles. 
And, you know, some people fault Rinna for just trying to copy Yolanda. You know, Yolanda has two daughters that became superstar models. And then Rinna tried to have superstar models. I have to say, I admire the hustle. Okay. This, this is what Rinna's known for because like she is really going, she's really being thorough, right? Because, you know, Gigi winds up with a former member of One Direction and now Rinna wants to push, push her daughter to be with someone from One Direction. I mean, that is like, that is, that's called follow through people. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to copy something, go all the way, okay? Yeah. No one wants half of your half of your fake Monet, okay? You got to get the whole thing onto the canvas. Yeah. So um, Andy's like, well, Harry is a fan of the show. And Dorit's like, he is. He asked us for videos for his birthday. <laughs> My question for you, Mr. Harry Styles, who do you style? Your name is an incomplete sentence. How is anyone supposed to hire you? Harry Styles blank. Nothing. <laughs> Is it the Pope that you style, the Queen of England? Stop leaving me hanging, Harry Styles, a person. I want to know who booked a cameo from Dur- from Dorit and said that they were Harry Styles. Who did that? <laughs> who did that? <laughs> PK. <laughs> So um, then we get more Scott Disick questions. Does anybody give a fuck about this? I literally stupid do not story care about line? This Scott. was the thirstiest storyline on everybody's part. I don't care. Yeah, there and there was like questions about age gaps and like literally don't care. Those questions like Kyle, was it weird because you talked shit about about Scott Disick? Did Chris Jenner get mad? And the thing is that there's no there are no answers here that are interesting or enlightening. Um, so we can just move on to the real pressing question, which is, Hey, Kyle. Does Drake follow you yet? She's like, no. Even after that really <laughs> desperate, thirsty photo. She's like, well, I did get a follow by Drake, but it was Drake Bell from Nickelodeon. So the answer is no. no nothing from Champagne Poppy. <laughs> it was actually Drake Hoekstein from Days of Our Lives, but then he unfollowed me immediately because he just saw Real Housewives of Beverly, Beverly Hills post and thought he was re-following Rinna. So it was, it <laughs> that was, was that- awkward, Andy. <laughs> It was just actually a fan account for Drake's cakes, you know, like those little, little Debbie things. Yeah. Sad. <laughs> actually, I thought a, um, I thought Drake followed me, but then I realized it was a store called Dick's Rakes and it was just Drake's on Instagram. So that was embarrassing. I, I thought it was Drake, but it turns out it was just Rachel Dratch's Finsta. So that was embarrassing. <laughs> And Andy's like, so, you know, Kyle sucks. This is something you can beat her at. Who else follows you on social? She's like, oh, Florence uh, Pugh. Is that her name? I think that's her name. The movie star. You know, Kyle, the the movie star. (laughs) That's just so cool to DM people I don't know. As long as they're famous. As long as they're famous. (laughs) So great. So great that these famous people DM me. You know what I'm saying? And then it's questions about Harry Hamlin. And the sauce and the lots of sauce and talks. Harry thinks that Rinna is the smartest person that he's ever met or something like that. And he's like, wait, Andy, Andy, wait, I got something special for you. Hold on. Here it is sitting festering in the room temperature behind the sofa. It's some tomato sauce, Andy. I got you some tomato sauce. And he's like, wow. And then as it cuts to commercial, you hear him just say, don't know how I'm going to get this home, but cool. <laughs> so Kathy and Kyle's relationship was in need of a revival, but can they get their sister act back or will it be canceled like all of Kyle's other projects? <laughs> Let's take a look. So we see a whole montage and then at the end, you know, it's like we so so Kathy and Kyle just start hugging because it's like what a waste to, spend, to lose all that time. And, um, and they're just so meant to be sisters. I mean, if you look at them sitting there on the couch next to each other, Kyle looks like the beginning of a breakout with her like tiny polka dots. And then Kyle's dress is like, no, nah, I don't really want to go to the doctor. And then Kathy's dress is what happens when you don't call the doctor. And it's red and it's got big white dots all over it. And it's yeah. like, oh, you should have called the doctor. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So um, Andy's like, well, that was a nice happy ending there. And Kathy, what was your reaction watching that montage? He goes, oh, it was very sad. Very sad. Uh, You know, that's the first time I ever saw those bangs. Wow, I'm really so sad that my sister had those bangs on national TV for a whole season. Wow, it's very sad, Andy. 
I've never watched his show, so I just, the first time I saw it was on that episode. And he's like, and you were upset when the first episode, the first season aired, right, with Kim and everything that happened with Kim. Awkward. She's like, yes, Andy. And so we see the limo scene again. You are a liar and sick and an alcoholic. Yeah, it was really hard to watch, mainly for Martin's sake, because it was so awkward for him. And, uh, and then he's like, and then you and, you know, you and, you know, you had Kim's issues that were playing out on the show. And I had to assume that was painful for you, too. Also, like, maybe you want to get mad at Kyle right now. Do you want to get mad? You can get mad at her if you want. She's like, no, you know, it's just that my mom's gone now. And then they start crying about the mom, which is super sad. And so then they just hug for a long time. And Kathy's like, we's crying. And, and they cut to Erica and she's going like this. <laughs> like just totally bored during the uh sisters crying on each other scene. Yeah. She's like, Andy's like, How many episodes of American Women did you watch, by the way? She goes, Well, I watched the trailer. I don't watch TV much, mainly because of that trailer. I decided I was gonna just divorce myself from the entire medium because it was so awful. Yeah, it was tough. It's tough, Andy. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty much the end, right? Oh, it's yeah, it just, actually kind it of ends. ends on a very sad note. Yeah, yeah it ends I on mean, a super sad note. And Kyle's like, you know what? She's here watching us right now. She is. She's here. I can feel her. She's here. Yeah, She just said my hair is ridiculous and my dress looks like a bowling alley waitress on disco night. Oh, my God. It's really you. Mom. <laughs> wow. Oh, maybe that was who high-fived me. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it was so sad there. Poor Kathy. It sounds like she really has not processed this grief in any sort of way. She said she doesn't even talk to her mom's friends or people that were in that in her life. So that was sad, but it was really nice seeing them hug and sob. And it was it was actually a nice moment for the two of them. And then they're like, and next week on part three, Erica, did you know about Tom? <laughs> okay, more. okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> More, more of the crazy stories. So that oh was that. God. How <laughs> big is the cow? It's like endless milking. Okay, we it's heard good it. Milk. It's good milk. So, uh, you guys, thanks so much for listening and for watching. As a reminder, Winter House is going to be our bonus recap this week, so keep an eye out for that. And also keep an eye out for our episode with Anna Lee Ashford. We have had fun with that. And of course. Don't forget to get your tickets on Friday when they go on sale, okay? It's going to be so fun. Can't wait to get back out on the road, okay? Um, So until then, everyone stay safe, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Alison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Dana C., Dana Do, Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. We McLovin, Karen McClellan. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. You don't touch the Nicky Morgan letters. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve ya. The Bay Area Betches, Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Better than Tabbouleh, it's Annie and Julie. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. Always the wiser, it's Allison Weasler. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. She's cheese on a bagel, it's Megan Ragel. Erica, 500 days of summers. The incredible edible Matthews sisters. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. Mina Coochie Coochie Coochie. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys. <laughs> <laughs>